Hello everyone, welcome to the Jam Interview. My name is Jamal Lawson of The Jam Company and I'm uh, here with Nefarious Cloud. jump but um shit went to high school fucking middle school I was like I was just different I was always different and I guess that came from going to like a semi-private school being around a bunch of white kids but I guess that allowed me to um just be myself and establish myself as myself when I was younger because being black it's hard to just be yourself sometimes like you're either gonna be outcast or you wanna fit in, but then fitting in isn't always the best thing either. And shit, the best thing I could do to even be a part of shit was like football, cause I love football, you know, cause my dad put me in that shit. And I like to hit people, you know? <laughs> so fuck it. <laughs> but you know, like semantics, politics, that shit, that, I got, that shit got old and um, you know, eventually, like, music started creeping in. I think, like, after the second time, I got kicked off of Quincy University's football team. And I made my tape. Shit was whack. <laughs> but I, I was, like, 19 years old, like, shit, trying usually, to... Usually the first shit's whack, man. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, yeah. Like, now looking back at it, I was just... I'm glad I started. But, you know, I didn't think I'd be trying to... Um, I didn't think I'd be doing it like this, but shit. Um... It turned out like it, it happened like that because felony, I caught a felony up in Western because I was breaking into houses with the old original cool shit click and um, we got popped and shit. So after that shit happened, I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to rely on working for somebody and shit like that. So I'm going to try to start my own shit because I'm a felon. So like, you know, I'm on parole right now, but you know, you got to fucking make a way. And if you just have the balls to stand up and say, I'm going to do this shit, it's going to happen. You know, you just gotta put the energy towards it. But, you know, started out as some black kid who liked metal and shit. Fucking got ostracized and outcasted and shit. And fucking, you know, left left my hometown whenever I could just so I could see what life was like being being appreciated just for being original. And you know, like it's it's benefited me. You know, I'm yep. glad I didn't stay. I didn't glad I didn't stay like everybody else. Or when I did try to do that shit, I didn't stick to it. I tried the um, the South Pole and fucking Air Force Ones when that shit was popping, but then it was just like, what's the point of fucking rocking these clothes and shit, trying to be a part of black people or my people, and then they still want to talk shit to me because this isn't, it's not the top of the line, it's a little dirty and shit, and it's just like, whatever, I'm just going to go back to my old punk skater self, and that's what I've been running with ever since. It permeates through my whole existence. It permeates through my art. So that's that's just where I that's where I'm from. That punk scene, the metal scene, the outcast, the fucking the underdog, fucking the dude who got picked on, got called white, you know, skateboarder, all that shit. But you know, I didn't. It was never about black and white as much as 
just doing what I wanted, you know. Yeah, so you was talking about like, I guess not fitting in and if you do fit in, like if you do try to fit in, it's like, whatever. It's pointless, so you're gonna try, be- try to, Like what's that balance? I mean, it's like, that shit, you're better off trying to stand out to fit in than to fit in. Because like, you're gonna try to fit in, you're gonna do something that's um unoriginal, it's unauthentic. It's not you because you're trying to fit in. You know, it's like, it's Taoist, you know, like they believe in the way, the path of least resistance. So that's the best thing to do is the path of least resistance, you know? And that's just fucking, that's the standout. Right. It's hard to fucking try to fit in. That's just expensive, bro. I can't go trying to keep yeah. up with the Joneses and fit in. Fuck no. You know, yeah. it's benefited me to not. Yeah, so uh, how, how, how did you get into music? Like what? What was like that first experience that made you want to jump into music? Uh, I feel like listening to Corn and System Up and Down. I feel like Corn, System Up and Down, Slipknot, those were the bands that got me into it, like wanting to do music. Because, you know, rap at that point was just like, it was entertainment. It wasn't as much as me trying to live a culture. It was more just like, everybody listens to rap music. I listen to it, I got my songs. But then like metal, it spoke to me because it wasn't just about being flashy and stuff like that. I wasn't raised like that. You know, I did, I was raised in a better home and, you know, the shit that I needed was provided for me, but like, I was, but, you know, being flashy was not, my dad's a Marine, so being flashy was just not, it, it didn't matter. You know, you you should just be smart and then all that flashy shit will come, but that shit, um, what was I getting at? <laughs> what, were we talking, what was the question again? Yeah, so just your first experience with yeah. music. Yeah. Um, how you got into it. But fucking, yeah, like metal and shit, that spoke to me. It was just like, it was raw. It was like, it was complex in the sound. And then what they talked about was different. You know, system up and down, the conscious. You know, nobody was trying to be conscious when I was 15, 16. Think about we're bombing people and shit. You know, the song, boom, boom, boom. That's about fucking bombing people in the Middle East, you know, like, kids my age were trying to just distract themselves or whatever and I'm trying to like I'm feeling the pain of other people and shit like that you know Slipknot it was just angry music and Corn. I felt like it really like Corn was like my it's still my favorite band but like they made me feel less alone you know System Over Down made me feel more conscious Slipknot made me um it was a good way to vent because it's really aggressive but you know that's that's, I feel like that's where it's kicked off. Then I got a bass. I got a bass guitar from there. I wanted to sing, but then I got a bass guitar. And that's what I started doing. I taught myself that by ear. That's how music kicked off, I feel like. It was metal, for real, for real. That's the first genre I fell in love with. So what what has your music morphed into now and like what kind of makes you stand out as an artist? My music has morphed into grunge hop. I made grunge hop and black hop. I coined them. I didn't make them. I coined them. Coined the terms and shit. Because, you know, motherfuckers are lazy. You know, you get popping and shit, you forget, oh yeah, I made a genre. <laughs> so I should coin this shit and take the credit. Right. But, you know, I make grunge hop. That's more like, I try to use a lot of metal samples or, or something like that, but then I mix it up. As long as it's like a dirty sound at the end, that's usually the aim, grunge hop and shit like that. You know, some some catchy phrases here and there, like actual grunge, mm-hmm. but you know, it's more on the um, 
the raw expression of your art. You know, not to get too caught up in the pristineness of how good the quality is, but more just like the quality of the sound, the individuality and stuff. And then that's what I just did all last year. But now I'm about to, that was 2017. 2018, I'm about to get into fucking Black Hop. And that's pretty much like black metal hip hop. And usually I'll just try to sample a guitar and then spit over it. And what I'm doing now is trying to do albums and shit that have a regular version where it's just my regular rapping voice and then like a screaming singing version, you know? Cause it's like the duality thing. I love that shit. So you know, like the half blonde hair, half black. Right. And then I have the the clean or the the chill version, and you have the hard ass screaming version. You know, give people choices. That's all it is. But black cop is. I feel like that's my thing right now. <laughs> it feels good to do it. Right. You know, it feels good to be able to rap at that speed, that complex, and then still be able to like scream it and be be heard. You know, it's still like. Um, you can comprehend what I'm saying and shit. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, because it seems like a like a physical exercise, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like singing and stuff like that, it's just like, if it's not the timing and the lyrics, it's the fucking making sure that my vocal cords are pulling at the right place so that I sound right, you know? And if I'm out of breath, that shit can get hard. But, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm one of the only people doing it, you know? I mean, other than like, I feel like, there's go there's black man black hop artists out there you know like ghost man is more of a black hop artist i feel like um you could say suicide boys but i feel like ghost man if there's anybody who is really out there who's like the figurehead of black hop it had to be him because like he's 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 got so many different voices it's just so complex it's not hard guitar all the time like my shit is but i still consider that like that's a good, really good mainstream, or not mainstream, but you know, big blown up version of Black Hot. You know, why, why didn't that nigga just coin the term? <laughs> Maybe he thought it was racist. I'm a white guy, make Black Hop and shit. But, uh, uh, you said something about duality. Like, what do, you, what do you mean by that? I mean, like. Do you just mean it in the music? Do you mean. I mean, in like, everything. Everything is duality, you know? Nothing is. Um, Nothing is separate from bad or good, you know. They teach that in hermetics. They teach that in all kinds of um, schools of thought. But I, I thoroughly believe that with with some good, there's bad. And with some bad, there's good. And there's duality in everything. There's male and feminine energy. There's light. There's dark, you know. Um, the flip side of your phone that doesn't do shit is the side that actually does everything. You know, it's everywhere. You just gotta, you gotta have the eyes to see. You know what I mean? And that's some fucking esoteric, esoteric phrase that you probably, you probably heard before. But it's real. You know, you gotta, um, you gotta know that this shit isn't, this shit hasn't happened before. We're humans. You know, we can only, we can only express so many emotions, and we can only be in so many different situations, until it's just like, okay, we, this all has happened before. We have a precedent for what has happened before. We know what is gonna happen. You know, that's people who are paying attention. You know, my um, my credits are in history and shit like that. I got like 86 credits, but I love history because like, what's the best way to know what's gonna happen by knowing what's already happened? You know, you can yeah. see what's about to happen just by like looking at the telltale signs. Like, oh, this this looks kind of familiar from my history book and shit. So, right, you just move accordingly. Yeah, yeah, that's how like 
scientists study stars. This shit already happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like with the fucking um the zodiac signs and shit like that. People think that shit ain't real, but I feel like, you know, that's I know for a fact it's real. You can't there's too many people with the same around the same birthday areas who act alike. Right. So, you know, I always say that on this earth we're playing out a cosmic a cosmic play, you know. You you just your emotions and shit, all that shit is already been predetermined. And it's your choice whether you're gonna let your body and your sign rule you. You know, you're a spirit at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what your sign is. At the end of the day, you're a spirit, you know, you're a human. So you can overcome your own sign, but sometimes you can't. But if you know your sign, then you can better battle with it. You know, you, you can't battle with something you have no idea what it is. You know, just like fucking, if anybody wanted to fuck us up right now, they could just shoot nerve gas through the fucking vent and we can do shit to the nerve gas. Yeah. It would just kill us and evaporate. So <laughs> the best thing to do is, you know, figure, have, a, have a plan beforehand or get the fuck out. You know, <laughs> it's, it's simple. Yeah, so let, let's get deep into that. So do you, do you believe in free will? Because you was talking about like, um, we're predetermined. I believe in free will. I believe we're predetermining characteristics and feelings towards certain things, but I believe in free will wholeheartedly. I believe there's a plan for you, but it's your free will to get on the fucking track. If you don't get on the track, well, I know what it's like not to be on the track and life is shitty when you're not on the track. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like when I'm on the right track, I'm like, fuck, why not just stay on the right track? But then again, I'm like, Good thing I did sell the like if I never had robbed and if I never broke into those houses, like I wouldn't have had the urge to make cool shit. I wouldn't have felt like oh I need to drop everything I'm doing right now because I would have still been in school. I still would have been fucking those sisters, <laughs> and then uh, and then I would have just you know probably stayed and got my degree, and then all the shit that like made me who I am right now may not happen. It may have happened to a lesser degree. So it's just like. Sounds cliche, but I'm thankful for all the bad shit. I wouldn't have had it happen any other way. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. Especially the sisters. <laughs> oh my god, that was horrible. No regrets. Um, yeah, so so what is cool shit? Cool shit is a label, it's a clothing line, but it's pretty much a message too, it's a movement. I just want people to be on some cool shit. What's cool shit? I mean shit, it's up to your interpretation. So, if cool shit is a pile of shit with a fan over it, well, all the power to you. If cool shit is you getting dome on top of the fucking, the old Sears Tower, there you go, you know? The sky's the limit. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, so, what's cool shit to you? Cool shit to me is a way for me to, um, it's a way for me to help bring in bring artists that I want and put them under one flag so that we can all do it together and so that it's easy to find us or find them if they're endorsed by us because you know that website and all that shit. But you know, I always want people to like see it cool shit and be like, oh shit, like what's that? And then they go check out the website and then they see everything on the website. They see the artists, the whole list artists. You know, you only got to stay around for every single one of them. Maybe one day you just feel like, I want to try somebody new. You go to the website, you know. And then, like, one day I want to make the clothing line, like, 
something where I find, you know, like real artists, you know, who draw and shit like that and who got their own style and help them like get up in the world and stuff like that. Cause I feel like cool shit, you know, I'm a thief right now. <laughs> Cause I got fucking Pokemon on my shit. It's a, it's a parody, right. but fucking, um, I would rather have somebody who is, who's not me do the original artwork and then they get a cut of it and then they get to blow up off that shit because I feel like it's really hard out here to be um, an artist. But what makes it easier is when like, there's something already established that endorses you. Yeah. So it may be somebody who needs just that little extra push and then we sponsor them and then bam, they're getting all kinds of offers that you don't see, but you see the shirt and that was a catalyst to them getting this offer, this offer, this offer. That's, that's kind of my goal on the clothing line. Other than getting some money, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what What are you most passionate about? Shit, I'm just most passionate about um, change. I feel like there's a lot of work that needs to be done, and if we're not being active about that shit, it's just running us. Especially, you know, um, black people, first and foremost, and then us as a country. You know, you can't let the social media and the media in general, like, program you on how you're going to act and shit like that. Especially when that shit is negative. Like, I shouldn't be seeing my homie, I shouldn't be seeing a, a black person and not want to, you know, be around them because I think they're a criminal because I've fucking been programmed. Or I see a white person and think that they're a fucking mark because I've been programmed. It's like, you know, you should just see people as they are, you know. If they dope, they're dope. If they're not, they're not. You know, don't shit on people because they're not dope. Not everybody is as dope as you, asshole. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> but you, you know, just fucking, just be you and fucking push yourself. Don't be lazy. Don't be complacent. You know, I always want to change for people, and you know, people don't always want to change for themselves, and it blows me because honestly, it creates it creates a lot of tension because it's like you know, back in my hometown, it's like there's a lot of people not doing shit. So they see me doing something and instead of getting encouraged, they're like, fuck that dude, how you get that? This is not every other excuse. You know what's the best thing ever? When your hometown thinks you're in a fucking cult. When you're doing shit so much that they think you're in a cult, then you've made it. Because <laughs> they think you, they think I probably saw my soul away to the devil for like how much I do and right. how much I get done, but it's like, it's not that. I'm just, I'm really business-like, I'm really reliable most times. <laughs> But, you know, if I can be reliable 90%, even 80% of the time, like, hopefully 90, then, like, I feel like I'm winning. Because there's not a lot of reliable people out there. There's not a lot of people who will move unless they got a fucking dollar in front of them, mm -hmm. which is not worth shit, you know? Somebody could, um, let me give you an example. Like, somebody could be like, hey, bro, like, do this beat for me for 20. And when I, when we do this shit, woo, woo. I got you. Or they can charge you a hundred and shit. And then it's like, okay, I got my hundred or you got your hundred. Then that's it. But then dude blows up and that shit was worth a million mm -hmm. and you could at least got 250,000. Right. But you wanted to be that guy who had to have it all right then and there. You couldn't sacrifice. You couldn't get no teams. You ain't got to be a teammate with everybody, but let's be real. Like, you can't be by yourself. Motherfuckers want to see your dynamics in a group. And I feel like that's missing in hip hop right now too is because it became about me, 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 superstar shit. 
And you know, it's like, kill that shit because we need to be a better example to people, you know? Yeah. We should have more groups like Wu-Tang. We should have more groups like Our Future, you know? Yeah. The end of the day, if you're rapping, doing what you love and getting money, all the extra, I gotta get, I gotta blow it myself. I gotta do it myself. That's just, that's just like, blow up yourself, but then like, who are you gonna trust whenever you up there? Who are you yeah. gonna be kicking it with? Are you gonna have like, one or two of your homies? Are you gonna have like, three or five people who are in your squad? It's it's all on who you, it's, it's, on, it's on you, bro. Like, you don't wanna have to be out there and fucking have the hire mercenaries to do shit that you could have trained your soldiers to do anyways, yeah. you know? You're gonna get up to the top and then all these people are gonna have their hands in your pocket because you gotta delegate to the people that one, weren't artists and weren't productive in general to your goal. And then two, like they're just there to get the bread and then maybe some shine off of you. Yeah. You know? It's it's the cloud shit and the shine shit, that shit's supposed to be mutual. It's not just supposed to be I got all the clout and I don't ever give it out and I sit here and hoard it and I may give you a little bit. No, that's powerless people, you know. People who have finite amount of energy, that's what they do. Yeah. They sit there and try to say, oh, I, got, I can't do this, I can't do this. No, I'm good, I'm good. But people who got an infinite amount of energy, they're fucking unstoppable, you know. Like, if you can sit there and you can give away beats off the strength that you believe in that person, then, like, you're, you're invaluable. You're not going to find people. It's hard to find people like that. Yeah. Who spend X amount of um, hours on a beat? I don't spend hours on a beat. I spend like fifteen to thirty minutes, you know, because I don't want to be on it that long. I want to get that shit finished so I can, you know, throw them out there like that. Right. It's just because we need more productivity. We need shit to come out faster. The way the um, world is moving right now, you know, to keep to keep up sometimes. Right. Yeah. yeah especially if you want to get noticed, you gotta have that work ethic. Right. You know? But it's not. It's not even the case for everybody. I'm just saying it's best for when you want to get the experience and move forward, you know? You can sit here and think and plot. And, you know, like this, we're talking about like the working stages of an album, you know? Sit there and stay in the working stages of an album, pre-release, you know, no release, you know? And then like, it takes you five months to release your like third album ever. And then when you release it, you still got a lot more work to do because you gotta you gotta critique it. You gotta make that one better. Yeah. But what about homie who just like made four projects in a month? You know, probably made like probably five or eight more songs than the person who did the album. Maybe not all of them were the best, but there's that much more experience and you have that much more input to make you better. You know. Yeah. Let people like see. Let people see what they like and shit like that. You know. I, Last year I did that shit and um, I was pretty much testing the grounds and you know people like the darker shit and I was like okay let me try some other shit see how they react to it you know but then I did some dark shit again they fucked with me I was like all right I'm gonna stick with this for a while because you know I was kind of in the middle of um what am I gonna do because it's grunge hop so it's like the sound can go anywhere so I was really just like saying oh yeah pick a sound and I'll do it but then eventually I got back to my roots was just metal. And um, shit's been dope as fuck since then. Motherfuckers have fucked with me like never before. You know, it's been humbling. It's been, um, it's been fun, <laughs> you know, but it's took a lot of fucking, um, a lot of crafting, a lot of, a lot of fucking time thinking about it. Yeah, I feel like you can really challenge yourself when you pick a different sound. 
Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And then when you talk about the groups, I feel like, I feel like there's an emergence of groups now, hip hop now, because uh, you got like the Flash, Flatbush Zombies, you got, yeah. uh, was it the Brockhamptons? Oh yeah, this this street, Brockhamptons street. Yeah. You got, you got Migos. They. Migos, yeah. So I feel like I feel like there's an emergency. I feel like those are that's. I mean, if it goes trio and duos, that's one thing. Brockhampton right. is a better example. Right. Um, duos is that's. I feel like that's that stays around, but um, you know, like Cool Kids are back. I'm happy for that. Oh shit. yeah, cool. Yeah, that's yeah, that's great. Right. You know, um, Suicide Boys, that's a duo. But I'm talking about like groups like Wu Tang. Right, right, right. You know, like um, like three four, and up, four or more. Fucking what's the most can keep running away? That group, like that type of shit. You know, Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's right, that's right. what I'm trying to do. Like low key, I'm trying to do some shit like that with um, some secret homies real quick. I'm not gonna say who. Right, right. Because <laughs> it's a part of the whole entire plot. But okay, that that shit is gonna be fun as fuck. Cause I can't wait to like work with other people and try to make our styles work it's a challenge but it's fun because like you know working with other people and feeding off each other's energy and bouncing off each other that's that's like the epitome of hip-hop you know this i feel like anything like if you're working with somebody that's just just trying to put two different things that are different together and then making it work seamlessly is just not hard. it's not easy you know it's fun as fuck bro it's dope yeah i feel like once you have success with that it feels very satisfying because okay. like you get all these different personalities, opinions, sounds, once you are able to put that into one thing, meld it all together, yes, yeah, it's, it's a satisfying feeling. Definitely. It's like, you just gotta, um, you just gotta be tough on each other. Right. You know? Don't forget it's competition, but don't forget, like, that's your teammate. Like, you're, com you're competing against him right. to make each other better, you know? Yeah. What, what you gotta remember to do is drop the egos. Yeah. Right? I'm not telling you that so you can be successful. I'm just speaking from my experience. I hope you don't drop your ego. I hope you keep it up so I can keep it Because <laughs> I'm a fucking bastard like that. I hope you fail. Don't listen to anything I'm saying. Just forget everything. But fucking... <laughs> but for real, though, you got to have teamwork and shit. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, you know, it's, this, this shit is just like the camaraderie is necessary. Like, motherfuckers don't want that shit. Motherfuckers, right. motherfuckers hate. I feel like that's just laziness. I feel like that shit comes down to I don't want to move for anybody else but myself. Yeah. If I have to move for anybody else, that's a problem. It's like, all right, bet. <laughs> See how many people move for you. Right. Like, you know, I got people moving for me because I'll, I'll bust my ass for them. As soon as, like, oh, they need some bet. Model, oh, I need a photo shoot, bet. You know, no money, bet, because you're valuable to me. You feel me? Right. And you just gotta treat people like they're valuable, and then fuck. All of a sudden, they're worth something, worth way more than you ever expected. You know. So, uh, what's somebody? What's the advice that you would give somebody that's in your shoes, that's in your situation? I feel like um, be humble or shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you, you have to constantly catch yourself. Yeah. You have to tell yourself, shut the fuck up all the time or something? Mm, yeah, sometimes I just let the demon go. Okay. And just, like, suffer the consequences later because the world needs it. It's too soft. The world's too fucking soft. This political correctness bullshit is killing me. Okay? And it's all, it's all gonna lead to some bad shit if you do your history. 
and what happens when people just start pointing fingers and sending people to jail for dumb shit. But the next step is, is madness. So, like, motherfuckers better get kind of conservative real quick. And I don't mean, like, the political sense, but I mean, like, let's get back to the traditions that actually made this place, like, this country dope to originally be here, which was, you know, being nobility. You're all, everybody's nobility and shit. That was the whole purpose of us being here is everybody's their own king and queen, but then we forgot our rights and shit. We stopped practicing that shit, and that's what happens. We fucking, we got our country now. How, what is what happens when you forget your rights, you know? They stopped teaching civics in the 50s and shit so that we forget how to go into court and handle that shit ourselves. Because, you know, we made the fucking traffic signs. We made the stop signs. So why is it we got to get charged so much when we created this shit? Like, you got you to gotta remember that some man before you created that shit with a purpose, knowing that you would inherit this fucking city, land, whatever, and need that shit to keep your road safe. Not so that it can be a fucking... Um, a way for your the um the state to make money, like shit. If motherfuckers got pissed off and had the balls to go down there and change shit, they would. But you know, motherfuckers too busy. You know, it's it's whatever though because it's like shit is changing. It's gradually changing. And I say shit, and then I spew off and think, well, shit's slowly changing. Shit's getting better. So I don't I don't stress out too much more about it anymore. But I, as a kid, man, it's just like. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this world? Like, I'm like 19 and shit like that. Like, how can these grown ass people not figure it out? It's a fucking scheme. It's a scheme, you know? And it's just like, once you see that, one, you decide, like, one, you decide, is this scheme real, you know? Then you decide, it's not off. You just live on your, live your life however you were going to live it. Or you fucking like, this scheme is real. So I need to question everything that I've been taught. Like everything and do real research and fucking act accordingly, you know? If being an asshole and shit is what you see on TV, don't be an asshole. I would do the exact, anything the mainstream TV shows you, I would do the exact opposite. Because it's just like, you go see 1984 and it's just like, or read that book and everything's backwards, you know? The Ministry of Peace is actually like the War Department. The Ministry of Love is like the punishment. You feel me? The um, Ministry of Truth is media. Like, you know, none of that shit is the Ministry of Peace, Truth, or, or whatever. But that's where we're at right now. And it's scary. <laughs> yeah. that, makes, that, 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 <laughs> that makes me think about the movie Son of the Green. Is like, if that shit came true, and that's what they saw back then, what about Son of the Green and motherfuckers are eating humans <laughs> the soilly green is humans like go see that movie yeah like 2022 how do we fucking um how we fucking run out of food and shit like that and we're eating eating algae or whatever from the um the bottom of the ocean you know in that movie because foods ran out or whatever it's hard to find food or it's considered contraband if you get certain food but you know like fucking they've come to find out that they were overpopulated they had hella people you feel me? Fuck, you can just make them into food. And so I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think the government's making people into fucking um, food. But it's just like, that shit that they saw happening in the past to now, like, some of it came true. 
what we don't see, that's what should scare you. Like, it's not what you do see, it's what you don't see. You know, all these fucking people coming out in the media getting accused of shit. Like, what do you think that shit is? You know, that Weinstein shit or whatever, like, that's the fucking, that's that part of the industry that all these rappers are scared of. But it's out in the forefront now. So I feel like all these people getting accused of this shit in Hollywood is a good thing. It's going to make it safer for people, especially women, because they're the main ones who are preyed upon in the, um, in the um, entertainment industry. And it's, it's disgusting. The videos, like, the, the, the documentaries I've seen on that shit, it's just like, wow. Like, they have no fucking shame just for a dollar. It's not even it's not even backed by anything, you know. That's why cryptos is coming up, you know. Decentralized shit. But um you know, decentralized Hollywood. Don't let one place be the fucking place that makes everything. Cause then we get shitty movies like we do now. How do we have the most amount of fucking superhero movies with the highest technology ever? And the writing is still bad. Right. Like they they should just stick to the fucking core like Batman versus Super versus Superman that was based off of um the Dark Knight Returns Part Two, the um graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just stick to that script? Wouldn't you have rather seen fucking a one armed Green Arrow shoot fucking Superman right. with the Kryptonite arrow? What the fuck? <laughs> Instead of watching um just fucking Batman in a robot suit. It was supposed to be Batman in the street in a robot suit, beats the shit out of Superman, and then fucking Green Arrow shoots him. And then that's how that's how shit went down, but went down. But you know, Hollywood thinks they know best, so fucking whatever. I'll read your books. <laughs> read your shit. Read books. Alright. So uh yeah, so so what now then? So like what? talking about all like political correctness you're talking about like the gov like the government with uh how they're controlling everything like food and well i don't feel like it's i mean government doesn't really control food i feel like the people who control the food control the government and that's a problem because that comes down to regulatory shit you know like um that's why i shop at aldi's because um it's a german company and the shit that's legal in Germany, the shit that's legal here, like Monsanto and all that shit, that shit's not legal in fucking Germany, they're not gonna let you, they don't, and then Germans just, whoever owns all these doesn't want to poison you, so they keep all the fuck shit out of your food, like, wouldn't you want to eat food without some fuck shit in it, it feels way better, I promise, like, (laughs) but yeah, it's just like, that shit, this people gotta stand up, and it's like, you know what, it's not even standing up, it's don't buy from that shit, yeah, it's your favorite place, yeah, they got this, whatever you want. Okay, is it worth it? Get enslaving people some more? Like, motherfuckers are so petty. It's like, it's not even petty. These motherfuckers are so lazy, and they don't want to change shit, even if it was going to make them better. Like cigarette smokers. Why the fuck are you still smoking cigarettes when you know it's going to kill you? Oh, it's going to kill me anyways. No, it's not. It's not going to just... <laughs> one day the knife is... One day the cigarette, like... <laughs> I got fucking stabbed by You stabbed me No it's gonna be like a slow Painful death Hole in your throat Fucking All that crazy shit That you You don't think about and it's because you wanna get that That enjoyment now Like motherfuckers gotta look to the future You know Black people are about to be The majority soon But There's still a lot of black people Who don't wanna get up And do anything And it blows me Cause like You know like I always tell this story because, like, when I was locked up in the X house, I haven't been in population, just boot camp. But, um, 
locked up in the X house. I was talking to a guard one day, and he was like, "Yeah, like I went to I went to school and I had to pay like most of my tuition or whatever my parents had to pay." But like, this black dude went and he pretty much got to get it for free, and he only stayed a semester. And then homie was the guard said he stayed the whole entire time, all four years, and still had to pay all of his shit. So it's just like you know, like that that made me angry because it's like. I'm thinking about me in high school. It's like, I fucked off in high school. Like, I barely passed with a C average, but, you know, 21 on ACT, I went through and got to college. But then it's like, if I was white, would that shit have happened? No. So it's just like, you take away from some people and then you give to other people and then you still do harm. So, like, even on that shit, I feel, I feel for white people on that shit because there's a lot of white people in my school who deserved, who are straight-A students who deserved to go to school, had that shit paid for all the way. But you know, um, not in minus anything outside of it, academically, they should be there. But you know, that's what happens when you're in a fucking system that values money more than, or values money or in control more than it values the education of its citizens. Well, look at us now. Because <laughs> like fucking other countries, oh yeah, free healthcare, because they want you to live. Free education, because they want you to be smart and productive. And understand shit, you know? Ignorance is what creates, like, violence and shit like that, you know? It's not even, um... Poverty is a part of it, but poverty is an affliction of violence. Or uh, poverty is an affliction of ignorance. Because if you knew better, you would do better. God damn (laughs) (laughs) And the right foot goes in the right shoe. (laughs) But, But, yeah, it's just like, man, if... If they force dope-ass education into the hood, I bet you in like five, ten years, the whole hood will look completely different. But they're not trying to give you the dopest education. They're just trying to give you the bare minimum. That's why you got a bunch of mediocre people. That's why my fucking city's whack. They got a mediocre education that didn't make them critically think. So then, whenever fucking they were in school, they went, they just followed the rules and they just joined the clique and, you know stuck to a little group or whatever and that shit hurt them you know people who like were jocks and shit like that they're fucking they don't know how to get approval anymore because their approval was being on a a basketball team in high school now how do you get approval it's way harder now especially when you're a black man like good luck but it's just like it's not even about approval it's just about getting respected as like somebody who creates something who some being, being respected for somebody who's productive and does good things. I don't need money all the time. It'd just be nice to, you know, get that look like, like you're, like you're on your shit or you're doing something for somebody. You know, I appreciate that. But um, everybody isn't as um, chivalrous as me or whatever you want to call that shit. Maybe they should do more drugs. But, um, <laughs> but, um, Open their mind. but yeah, it's like there's, you got to understand like respect is not, it's a reciprocal thing. You don't just get respect. You know, you, there's a difference between fear and respect. You know, everybody is going to fucking fear somebody with a gun. That's not even really respect. They may come back and somebody may come back and get the revenge just because you made them feel scared because you walked around with a gun. Mm-hmm. But let you walk in with like a tray full of chocolates for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just starts picking like, oh, thanks, man. We appreciate this shit. Well, I just thought, you know, maybe you need to pick me up. <laughs> no, they they respect you, bro. Like, right. it's not, and some people aren't gonna respect that. And that's them. That's 
Yeah. That's your own fucking um. That's your own body. But um, everybody else like respect motherfuckers who do that shit. I feel like we need more respect for people who are like nice and kind and shit like that. Cause there's too many assholes. It used to be you were an asshole to stand out. Now everybody's trying to be an asshole to fit in. And it's like, it's super unproductive. Because everybody can't be an asshole. Not everybody deserves to be the asshole. You know, you got to earn that shit. <laughs> and if you don't earn you that earn shit, you're going to asshole. <laughs> Bullshit. I mean, like, it's not even a be it's, Asshole is just a derogatory, right, yeah. derogatory term for a, um, a really um, assertive person. You know, same thing like bitch is a derogatory term for an assertive woman. But she's not, you know. It's, there's bitches out there, don't get me wrong. But they're not the women who are just being assertive. Not at all. Like, you may just be a weak dude or a weak bitch. But, <laughs> but that's, that's not my body. But, you know, just... You gotta fucking... You know, that shit... It sounds corny and shit, but that shit that... You know, superheroes teach you and all that shit. That shit's real, like... It's okay to be a superhero time. It's okay to be the good guy sometimes. You know, yeah. <laughs> even though it won't get you all the play at, at that moment. You know, you keep being that good dude. You probably be a millionaire one day. You feel me? And then that shit won't matter. Bitches just throw their pussy at you, just like <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> I go ahead, man. Well, you got any uh, shout outs you want to make? Yeah, I got a shout out. Um. The squad, the whole Kusha Collective, you know, we got Matt Wise, Dub LeVay, um, let's see, Kung Pao, Zapeda, fucking the new recruits, fucking the nobodies, fucking Lil Nicky, and what's my homie's name? I can't remember his name, but Nathan, he's part of nobodies, but he's a social media manager. You know, the whole Kusha Collective, if I forgot anybody, I apologize. I'll get you a beat or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> And fucking, um, let me see who else. Shout out to God Gifted Brand. Um, shout out the Jam Company, of course. Fucking, who else? Shout out Password Chicago. Definitely, they're, um, they got my clothes. So slide through there. I think it's 3209 North Clark. Yeah, because you're, you're, yeah. you're doing the show this Friday, right? Yeah. Friday, January 26th. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, this can get out before then. But, um. But yeah, like, there's going to be way more shows out here in Chicago. I told him about the type of show that I'm trying to throw. So, <laughs> let's just be ready for something crazy. Probably along the lines of, like, April or fucking the summer. But who else? Um, shit. Shout out Freddie also. You know, I make beats for her. Um, shout out. Mm, let's see. I'm trying to think. Shout out my homie um, Cameron Franklin and his band Instant Transmission. Dope as fuck. He's the drummer. Instant Transmission, my favorite song is called Sunday. But um, let's see. Shout out Jordan fucking Peterson. That is like our modern day like philosopher. That's like, especially for men, if you want to learn how to be assertive and like, you know, just be a better man. You feel me? And learn the ins and outs. I feel like he's a really good psychological. He's really got a psychology professor or whatever. He he knows his shit. So yeah, I think that's it. I had to shout out one white person. <laughs> I'd just be fucking racist. But that's okay, cause racist. That's fun. You gotta have some fun with racism. <laughs> All 
All right, man. I appreciate the uh, the conversation. You, you know, struggling to get out here. <laughs> you got that flat tire. You had trouble getting in here. So. Oh yeah. It's, oh, been, yeah. it's been it's been a couple days. Let me show him this shirt though. All right, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have these for sale. We got them on the website too, coolshit.com. Fuck with it, it's a little faded and shit, but you know, you gotta wear your own product and shit. Cause who's gonna fuck with some shit you wouldn't wear? Right, right. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Jam. All right. I gotta give me one of them bitches. All right, sir. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks oh, yeah. for coming in. And tune in for the next interview. Fuck you! <laughs>